0: Hi, this is Runa, and you're listening to The makers Podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools, and stories from other makers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our changemakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Meet my next guest. David Wood. David says, when you're 10,000 feet above the Himalayas, hang from a piece of cloth, you see life differently. He holds the viewpoint that life is the best game there is and asks, are you playing for real? As I just recently myself started to listen to my own little voice inside myself who constantly was telling me to play, or there were two words that were popping up. If I translate them to, in, in English, it was play or game. And for some reason, game kept on coming my way. I got that whisper, game, Bruna, remember game, remember game. And I couldn't quite get that. Why game? Game was something that wasn't really me. Game was something that not really, couldn't quite see that I would be in my flow if I would be playing a game. But okay, I listened to that little voice and then one morning I was journaling and, and as I was journaling, I realized all of a sudden that the word game, I had translated from the Icelandic word us yet or to play. And when I noticed that, I thought, oh my gosh, I am being told to be playful. And hey, that is something I can do. I can and I want to become more playful in everything that I'm doing so when I heard about David Wood and what he is doing about playing for real and helping organizations and their teams to play their best game I thought here's someone that I really need to interview and get as a guest on the Makers podcast so here you go David shares some really insightful information and guess what he even got an aha moment in this episode so stay tuned David, playing for real. What does that really mean? Aren't we all trying to play it for real?
1: I don't think all of us hold the viewpoint that we're playing a game, that life is a game, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I've realized that I think that life is the greatest game there is and that we're all actually playing a game. Now, some people say, oh, but David, you know, I, I lost my father. Two months ago. That's not a game. I would counter, I think we're playing a game with very high stakes. Mm. So, and if that's true, then my question is are you playing? Let's play so it's not so serious. Let's realize what we're playing and let's get in the flow of enjoying the game of life. But also, let's not just frolic along like nothing matters. Let's play, but let's play. For real.
0: Yeah. You know what? I can really relate to that. And it sounds to me when you're saying that, it's really, it's about many things, isn't it? About your mindset. It's about how you choose to look out of your window and really that view that you choose. How do do you want to, how do you want basically to breathe in the life as it is? I love that. So I noticed on one thing, when I was doing... Was looking at what you've been doing, and I, by the way, I just think what you're doing is absolutely so fabulous, and the way you approach things is so captivating. You talk about the word real a lot, yeah, playing for real, real life score, being real. What is in your world, in your view, what is the benefit for us to be real? You
1: know, where my mind went was somewhere else as you were saying that. And I was thinking about perhaps I can answer a question you didn't ask at first. And I I love that question about what's the benefit of being real. But firstly, I think we need to accept the fact that often we're not real. So, and that's, that's fine. That's part of the game. I learned from an early age to present a certain way. I learned not to show, my feelings too much. If something was really awkward, we just didn't talk about it. <laughs> that was, that's how I grew up in Australia. Mm. So I think the first step was just acknowledge that each person listening to this and you and me are operating at a certain level of authenticity and we could each try and score ourselves. It's hard because if we really saw how inauthentic we were being, we would probably naturally change and up our score. Mm. So Let's say I'm, I'm being 85% authentic in my life. That's absolutely fine. The game that I'm playing and, and what I'm encouraging other people to do is notice your score. See if you can catch your, even your blind spots, which is very hard. And notice that you don't always speak the truth. You don't always say to that person everything that's happening. You don't always ask for a hundred percent of what you want. You don't always reveal the things that might have this person not want to speak to you anymore. So let's at least just first acknowledge that, yeah. and then yeah. I, then I think yeah. we can look at why why would we want to up that level of authenticity? Why would we want to get real at a higher level than we are now?
0: And why would we? I mean, I think when you're saying this, what is coming up in my mind is this. Fear that you see in so many people, in hearts of so many people. Fear of what happens if I, if I show up, if I show my vulnerability. I mean, look what Brenna Brown has been doing with her research around vulnerability and and and, and showing up. That way, we see so many people with layers. I call them boxes. We call them boxes that we change makers with our movement that we placed ourselves into a box that is limiting us from being authentic it sounds Mm -hmm. to me before we go into maybe the benefits but i'm sensing there is a whole lot more than just in your when you were growing up that it was just not the thing to talk about feelings i mean if you grew up with that in that box, what happened for you? When did you or how did you do that actually leave that so that you could go mm. out and play for real? What happened? Mm.
1: Thank you. Well, firstly, when you when you say box, I realized that I did grow up in a box with very solid walls, being an Australian and learning not to share feelings. And also, I, when I was very young, when I was seven, I had a a very very strong event in my life. My sister died. My little sister was five and I was coming home from school and we got off the bus and she actually was hit by the bus and killed when I was seven. So that was a very strong early event. And then basically we just didn't talk about it after that. That's what you did in Australia. You didn't take your kid to therapy. You didn't, you didn't sit around and hold the talking stick and, have a conversation in the family. We just didn't talk about it and kind of hope that things would work out. So I had a even perhaps a a stronger box than some people. I think I just learned to shut down. And then how did I get out of it? I got a taste of personal development at the age of 17 when someone got me into a, a course and I went and I was like, what's happening? I feel connected. Am I loving? No, no, that's too strong a word. I just, I really like what's happening here. And then nothing happened for another 10 years. I was just living my normal life. I went to Park Avenue in New York and I became a successful consulting actuary and I was doing all this. And then someone sent me to, uh, they said, why don't you? Well, they were telling me that my wife should go and do the landmark forum so that she could change.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I thought that's a great idea. Let's change, it.
0: <laughs> Let's change her. Let's change her.
1: Yeah, like that, that's a great idea. But the more she spoke about this course, the more I thought, I could use this. I'm feeling a bit lost. Let me go and do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I blame that as my introduction to opening, to feeling, to speaking the truth. And I was so inspired when I saw a leader get up on stage and admit something that I would never admit. I didn't think less of him. I thought, you're amazing. How can, you, how can you say that in front of people? I want to do that. I want to speak the truth in front of people and find out where my fears are, like what's stopping me from speaking the truth, and bust through that for the freedom of self-expression that's beyond it. And that's been the last 25 years of my life is exploring that.
0: Wow. That's a huge box to break out yeah. of. Wow. Yeah. And
1: still and still breaking. You know, and still, still breaking. Yeah. As we see that more walls. yeah.
0: Yeah. I always look at it as a journey. Like just I can and I can resonate to your journey a whole lot about that. You go into that one place and it's like, oh yeah, wow. This oh life looks like this. Okay. And then you life goes on and then you go another thing hits you and go, oh, whoa it also looks like this. So it's like that urge that you know by now, I know that further that I go and the more that I seek, I guess that I'm going and playing for real, aren't I? By just being in the journey and and seeing the flow that is taking me to play for real.
1: Yes, and you just mentioned flow, and I realized Mm -hmm. something that I haven't been speaking about. Mm. And I'm, but I'm very excited because it just came to me while you, while you said that we're still going to get to some of the benefits, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re-
1: I, I realized what it takes for me to get real with people yeah. is it actually takes faith. And I hadn't seen that until now that I have to, I think the model that I've been going from is that the brain can be a bit neurotic. The brain is, is not always the best tool and the brain doesn't always know the best outcome. And we we have like a millionth or a billionth of the information we actually need to make the right decision. So if we can recognize that, that I realized I've been operating for the last 20 or so years on some faith that there's something beyond my mind that has some kind of intelligence. Yeah. And I, and I don't use the word God very often. I use the word, uh, the universe more because the universe is bigger than me and reality rules. So that's kind of my, my God, but there's something beyond my mind. So the way that I break out of the box is I tell on myself, I reveal what's happening and I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how it's going to land for you, Runa, but I trust on some level that something good will come out of the truth.
0: Something good will come out yeah, of the truth. Yeah, I trust yeah. that.
1: Even, even if it's you not talking to me again, I, trust, I would rather that happen because life is now happening in its own flow versus my brain. And now I'm the best strategizer. I'm one of the best strategizers you'll ever meet. Yeah. And I can, I can manipulate and I can make things happen in time and space and I do all that. But when you tell the truth, you're allowing life to do something.
0: I love that. By telling truth and then the truth is your truth?
1: Yeah, well, that's the only one I, I have.
0: So true. having faith that your truth is the truth and that is the thing. That's the gate opener.
1: Well, that takes us into another area. I don't yeah. have to believe that my truth is the truth. I don't even have to believe that there is a truth. Wow. That's, that's something else altogether.
0: Yeah. Wow. But
1: if I speak my truth, that's a start. And then maybe that'll inspire someone else to speak their truth. And now we're getting into the benefits. Now we can be related around what's real versus me thinking you might only be with me because I'm presenting an image to you or because I'm being nice to you. If I can tell the truth to you, my truth, once I can find it, that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah, but yeah, suppose yeah. I realize my truth and I share it. Now there's an opportunity for us to be related around something real versus related around something fictional.
0: So when we get to that stage that if we feel that we have things in common and we've, we feel like we are interconnected, that you know, the the difference between constantly feeling that you don't belong and you don't you're somehow somehow isolating yourself versus feeling that you can connect with people on a level that you explain that is truthful to you and you you come to them from that level. The picture that I'm seeing is unity somehow. Is that yes. what, what, what do people normally say that they experience when they go through that process with you?
1: The process happens like my model of truth, daring and caring, uh, the three pillars that I use for play for real, the way it occurs with every client is so different. So it's not like they go through a process and then we talk about what happened. It's always shifting and changing, but something came to me while you were speaking. Oh yes. Again, the benefits. I think like I was all excited when I came up with truth, daring, and caring. And I realized this is, this is pivotal to my life. And I want to share these values with, with people. And then one day I realized what was beyond all those, like why, why I care about truth, daring, and caring, and what I think that I'm ultimately after and what I think we're all after. I think the prize at the end, at the end of the day, the prize of this game is deeper connection. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what has a life feel for most of us to feel rich and rewarding is deeper connection. And one of the ways we get there is with truth. Now, there's a book, I think it was called Real Truth. It had real in it by Greg Bear, B-A-E-R. And I remember that impacting me years ago. And he said, you cannot experience real love if the person doesn't see the real you. You're never going to feel real love because you'll always wonder, yeah, but if they knew this about me or if they knew that I I broke that glass last week and I haven't told them about it, or if they knew this, then they may not love me. You can never find out unless you share the real you and give people an opportunity. So I think truth leads to deeper connection. And you mentioned unity. Well, it sounds to me that deeper connection would definitely be in the direction of unity.
0: Yeah what do you see you've been doing this for twenty years, you say, What do you most often see that people are where do they get stuck?
1: Well, the first step, again, I think, is realizing where we are, and I think I spoke to someone yesterday who's done a lot of meditation, and he stopped for a year and he said, "Oh, I'm so frustrated because I can feel." inside that i'm gunked up Mm -hmm. kind of there's crud and there's gunk and my channels aren't open and i'm looking at him going i don't know what you're talking about but i'm excited that you know that there's a state where you feel really free and expressed and that right now you're not there yeah but he said i know the process to get there but that's huge that he sees the possibility. So the first step is to try step by step to see where we're not expressed, to see where we're not telling the full truth, that we're not being fully authentic, to see where we're not being as, as daring uh, as we could be, to see where we're not being as caring as we could be. As soon as we can see that possibility, now we can start heading in that direction. So the first place where I think people are stuck is we don't even know what we don't know. No. So we don't, <laughs> yeah. So like, like I don't know what it's like to have all my channels open the way he does, Yeah. a lot of us don't know what it would be like to be 50% more expressed in our life, more authentic. And the first step is gaining that awareness. So I think that's where we're stuck. Now, the second area that we might get stuck is, okay, now I can see I'm not expressed with my partner. I can see I could be more expressed with my staff. I can see I could be more expressed with my kids, with my parents, maybe even with myself, but how do I do that? Because I'm feeling some fear and I just don't have the words or I haven't yet found the courage to do that. So that would be the second area where we get practical about, all right, yeah. Let's see what the conversation might look like if you're willing to be more daring.
0: Let's see how the conversation would look like if you would be willing to be more daring. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it's risky. This is, risky, is risky stuff I'm talking yeah, it's about. risky
0: stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You actually, you know, the outcome, it's risky because you actually might become happier and you, you might feel better about yourself and you might actually feel more freedom and feel that you are lovable that's risky <laughs> all the goodies wow. up there and you stop wow yeah yeah wow Yeah. Well, what if
1: i what if i go for it what if i do everything and really take a risk and then i'm not happier then then where do i go i'm i'm screwed that might be one of the, and one of the reasons not to go for it. Like if I don't go for it, I can at least think, well, one day there's still a possibility that I might do the right things and I'll get there. Like, like I'm, for example, I'm, I want to have a home base now. I want to base myself and get a house, a cat, a dog, and a partner. And I realized when I really looked at taking the actions to commit to that, how scared I was. Because if I go for it and I do all that and I'm still unhappy, where do I go from there?
0: Yeah. So it is and, risky and stuff. It's a risky stuff. But like you said in the beginning, it's really then about how you approach it, how your mindset is, how you choose to see that. Um, and then if that is a journey, then you know, then this stop that you stopped at and, and made that choice is just a stop on that journey. It doesn't mean that you stop there.
1: Right. Yeah, you may <laughs> there may be some conversations you're not ready to have. Yeah. Or not willing to have. Or, you know, there, there are some people that I, I won't get real with because I don't see us having a lot of interaction in the future. So I, yeah. I'm not going to invest invest the time. But I was thinking as as we we're speaking about example, I have a friend who's who's in some emotional pain. And I think I can see some of her behavior that's causing some pain. And I'm I'm scared to I'm scared to share it. I'm scared to say it because she may not want to hear it and she may not want to be friends for a little while after I I share it. So there's a risk. There's always a risk. And I'm going to check in. I'm not just going to dump it, but I'm going to say, hey, I think I see some things. Would you like to hear them? And if she does, then I'm going to share it and take a risk that there might be some upset. But then I heard from one teacher, I really like this. Stick with them until they get through it or over it. Mm. So share your truth, get real, and then stick with them.
0: That's really the caring part, isn't it?
1: Yeah, That's thank the you. That's part. right.
0: Yeah. That's the caring yeah. part. Yeah.
1: And, yeah. and it takes caring to, for me to speak up. Oh, yeah. It takes caring for me to step in there and put myself in the line of fire.
0: Yeah. And
1: then it'll take caring to, you know, to be with them and their emotions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I would like to see more people play it for real and play their best game. David, where can people go to find out more about you, what you do, and how to get in touch with you?
1: Well, I have a, a fun and very brief quiz. It's a one-minute reality check. So I would suggest, uh, if you're interested to know more, go and take the one-minute reality check at playforreal.life. That's life with an F for Frank life, and, and if you see a, a gap between where you are and where you want to be, then f- feel free to request a session with me. I don't charge for these sessions because it's how I find the right people to work with, and we'll, I'm happy to create a plan for you, with you, and if you want to go and implement the plan on your own, go and do it and just keep me posted on how it goes, and if you decide you want my help in implementing the plan, we can talk about ongoing coaching.
0: Oh that's beautiful. David, thank you so much for helping the world to play for real.
1: Thank you, Runa. You helped me realize a couple of things in this conversation. So this was this was a real conversation for me.
0: this podcast of value for you i sure hope so if so feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on itunes or stitcher and remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the change makers and how we can help you drive the change you want to see in your world